You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 56. If you constantly feel like your wheels are spinning and you're not moving your business forward, then you are not going to want to miss this episode. I'm talking about why leaving room in your schedule is so important for building a sustainable business, and you'll learn why margin is a key element to growing a successful blog. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Welcome friends, and I should probably welcome a bunch of new listeners in who are probably finding out about this podcast from the Food Blogger Summit, which we hosted last week. Now, the Food Blogger Summit, this was the second one that we hosted this year. We hosted one back in February 2020, and another one just last week in October of 2020. And the second version of the Food Blogger Summit was even bigger and better than the first, and I'm still processing a lot of some of my takeaways from it and just how it went, some of the things that we might want to change next time. But for the most part, all of the feedback that I have gotten from attendees and from speakers has all been positive and everything that I am feeling about this last event is positive as well. So if you are joining from the Food Blogger Summit, I'm so glad that you are checking out this podcast and I hope that you enjoy it. Now, whether you are brand new to this podcast or brand new from the Food Blogger Summit, I always like to start these podcast episodes by doing a quick introduction just to remind you who is behind the mic of this podcast. So my name is Madison Weatherill and I am a web designer for food bloggers over at graceandvinestudios.com. And really the best part about my job and getting to design websites for food bloggers is really figuring out how do we keep people on your website longer? How do we create a strategic brand that really connects you to your ideal reader and the person that you can really help with your recipe content? And ultimately, how do we really build a sustainable blog that is going to grow and serve you and your family and your readers well? So that is really my favorite part of what I get to do and really covers most of what it is that I do with my clients. So again, so glad that you are tuning in and today in this episode we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Now this has actually been something that I have wanted to talk about for a long time but this is one of those topics that I am still figuring out myself and so it's always a little bit challenging to talk about something that you are still learning a lesson about and so I wanted to come on here and share why this topic is so relevant to me right now and how this kind of got pushed to the front of my list of podcast episodes. So a couple of weeks ago, I got a phone call from a family member who was in the hospital and pretty much instantly needed to drop everything I was doing and go be with my family. Luckily, everybody is okay and the situation was not as severe as we expected it to be. But on my way to visit family, which was about four hours away, I was driving in the car by myself. I had a lot of thoughts about how in different seasons of my business, dropping everything and leaving would have really left me in a huge bind. Now, this is something that I have been working on for a while. 
leaving margin in my schedule, having space. And I wanted to just come on and talk about that today because I think it is something that is so important and really can be the difference between a blog that stays stagnant and a business that really thrives and grows and is something that is sustainable for the long term. And so first, I want to talk about why leaving margin is really important and essential for growing a business. And then I'm going to talk about some practical strategies for how to do that. So let's dive in. Leaving room in your business for the unexpected, whether that is positive or negative, is something that I think a lot of business owners struggle with. And as food bloggers specifically, I think this is even harder to do. Margin is really the ability to have a flexible schedule to change things on a whim because your schedule is not packed full. And so that could be maybe your content calendar, it could be your schedule for meetings or appointments, or it could just be all of the different things that you are doing in your business. So instead of having a schedule packed full of course creation and masterminds and taking courses and trainings and all of these kinds of things, you have white space in your calendar and on your schedule to allow for flexibility. The first and probably most obvious reason that margin is important is because emergencies can happen. You never plan for emergencies and it's very typical that having to be removed from your business for a few days or even a few weeks at a time can completely derail any sort of progress that you were making in your business. The other huge reason that margin is really important is because having margin in your business allows you to have space for ideas and space for creative energy. It really creates a balance between your working on your business time and working in your business. And without having that white space, it's very easy to get caught up in the day-to-day tasks that you have to do in order to run your business. The most important reason that margin is important is that I think it is really the key to avoiding burnout in your business. And I think if you've been in the food blogger space for any length of time or you know any food bloggers, you know that burnout is a very real thing in our industry and it's something that we really need to be cautious to avoid. And I think the key to avoiding burnout is really allowing yourself white space. So I talked about this on my Instagram stories during that week that I needed to be out of town. And there have been many points in my business and probably most of the time I've had my business up until the past year or year and a half where having to not stick to the schedule that I had for the week and not being able to accomplish everything on my task list for the week would have derailed my projects with clients for a week or two at the least. Now in this specific example of needing to go out of town to be with family, I was able to still get some work done, but it was not the focused intentional work time that I had planned out to begin with. And so that slight shift in productivity could have derailed these client projects that I had going on because this was right before the summit as well. So my schedule was relatively full. But the thing that really stuck out to me and that I realized is this sort of situation is exactly why I have really been intentional about restructuring my business over the last year and a half or so. So I want to talk to you about how to make this happen. I think most people would agree that the idea of having more margin sounds great, but if you're anything like me, if you have an Enneagram 3 in you or you just are a worker and kind of a busy person by nature, this may be something that you struggle with. The idea of 
doing less or having less on your schedule may be something that just does not feel natural to you. And so if that's you, I want you to know that is totally me as well, but there are some strategies that I have used in order to kind of curb that desire for achievement and to allow myself to experience more rest. So I'm going to talk about four different ways that you can really be intentional about adding more margin into your business. And these are four strategies that I have used over the last year and a half, and they are some of the key strategies that have really helped me to work on having this white space in my business. The first step is really being intentional about what you spend your time on. I have talked about this in a couple of different places, but I really held on to this idea for my food blog for a very long time that I had to do everything and that I really had to follow all the strategies that everybody was teaching if I really wanted to see growth for my blog. And that idea has really followed me in my businesses over the last five or so years. Just this idea of always needing to do more and always needing to follow the next big strategy. So there are two sort of sub strategies for how you can be more intentional with the time that you're spending on your business and in your business. And the first of those strategies is that you should regularly track your time. Now I have to track my time a lot for my clients because we are often billing them for my time. But even in the work that I'm doing that is not billable work, I try to do this every so often, especially when I am feeling overwhelmed and feeling like I don't have enough time to get the things done that I need to get done. So you can use an app either on your phone, you can just use your timer and manually track this, or you can use an app like Toggle, which is a Chrome extension that you can get right on your browser. And so you can start and stop your timer every time you are sort of switching tasks when you are working. And this can be really insightful for realizing a few things. It can help you to realize where you are wasting time, whether that is getting distracted by Facebook or Instagram, or it's just getting distracted while you're writing a blog post. And it can also help you to realize some of the things that you maybe are not as good at that might be a perfect thing to outsource because it's taking you a really long time. One of my favorite examples of this is if it is taking you an hour to create three pins for a blog post, then that is probably not the best use of your time. That hour could be spent promoting your new blog post to your audience, creating another blog post or testing another recipe for a future blog post, you can really start to see the trends of where things take you a lot of time, where it might be smart to get help with that particular task so that you can have more time for things that really move the needle forward for your business, like creating more content or creating a product or connecting with your audience over Instagram or Facebook. And then if you find that you are struggling to use your time intentionally or really stay on task or move through your task list throughout the week, this is another strategy that you can use. I use this almost every single day because in any given week, I might have 20 to 30 tasks to move projects forward. And that can be very overwhelming to see all in one list. So what I like to do is set a daily list of three tasks that I am going to accomplish that day. Now, if I have more time and I can get through more of the list, that's great. But at least I know that no matter what, I'm going to get those three things done. Now, the rule for this should be that these should not be items that you would otherwise get done either way. These should really be things that you are prioritizing getting those items done today or whatever day you're setting them for so that you know you're going to be moving the needle forward. 
So for example, if you have an Instagram live that you do every week on a certain day of the week, that would not be something on your list because you know you're going to get it done no matter what. But maybe if you need to prioritize getting an email written for your list, that would be a great item. Or if you need to go through your expenses for the month and get that done. Things that are not routine and regular for you, but that you do need to prioritize getting done should be what you are adding to that daily three list. The next strategy for really creating that margin in your business is to regularly spend time on your business instead of in it. Now, the things that fall under this category are things like vision casting for your brand. So thinking about where you're going and the things that you want to do with your food blog. It could be things like creating a course or a digital product. Really, it's going to be the things that are taking your business to the next level instead of the daily sort of routine things like creating content or serving clients if you are doing food photography for clients. Those sorts of tasks that really become all-consuming for us, we want to take a break from those to really focus on our business itself and where that is going. So I try to do this every week on Wednesdays. I call it my CEO day, and I'm going to talk about this a lot more in depth in another episode, but this is something that has radically changed my business since I have been doing it over the last about six months now. So I want you to really be intentional about spending time working on your business. And at first it's going to feel like you don't know what to do with that time. And again, when I do a whole episode about this, I'll talk about this a little bit more, but I want you to just pay attention to that time that you're spending right now, where you are really doing the work versus planning for the work, strategizing for your business and where your business is going. That is going to be the key difference between these two types of tasks. And the more you can add in this time, it is going to almost function as the margin in your business because it is a break from the routine tasks that you often do like content creation. The last two points for creating that margin in your business really kind of go together. And those are to say no more often to opportunities that are not a good fit and to outsource as much as you can in your business. Now, when it comes to saying no, this is something that is really hard to put into practice. A really good example of this would be if a sponsored post comes out of nowhere and you have a really tight deadline. Let's say that you have a week to turn this post around and your initial pull might be to say yes to this because it is going to give you the income. It's going to give you that opportunity with the brand and maybe you really would enjoy doing it to begin with. But when you completely change what you had planned to work on that week to rush to get this sponsored post done, it is going to throw off your business, not just for one week, but probably multiple weeks because you have disrupted the flow that you normally have on any given week. And so in this example, this would be an opportunity that I would push you to say no to. And unless you are feeling super passionate about it, it is a dream brand to work with, the price is right, all of those sorts of things, I want you to think of what you are losing by saying yes to this opportunity. We are really good at figuring out what we're gaining from opportunities that we say yes to, but we forget that Sometimes by saying yes, we are actually saying no to a lot of things that may not be things we want to say no to, like time with our family or time working on your business, or again, just time to be outside of your business and have white space that does not involve working. So before you say yes to an opportunity, I really want you to evaluate what you could potentially be saying no to by saying yes to an opportunity that comes your way. 
And I think once you just pause and let yourself really think through that, you'll have a lot better of a sense of what your intuition is telling you about this decision and whether or not it's a yes or a no. So the last strategy for adding margin into your business is outsourcing. Now, you guys probably know that this is something I am really passionate about and really think that food bloggers need to prioritize more. And I have been in your shoes feeling like you had to do everything for your food blog yourself because that's what's expected of you as a food blogger. But the reality is that we just don't see what other food bloggers are doing and how much they are potentially outsourcing. Especially for these bigger brands that we see that are pushing out five blog posts a week and they are doing photos and videos and all of the social media promotion and they're also doing email marketing and they also have a course. You can see how it quickly can feel like they are doing all the things and you have to do all those things too in order to keep up and even to catch up to where these businesses are at. But the thing is we don't see the team of people behind them that are supporting this business. So when you go back to the timer that you used to track your time and figure out where you're spending it, you will start to see some of those things pop out where you are not efficient at doing that task. Those are the things that I want you to evaluate first to figure out whether you can stop doing it or you can outsource it to somebody else. Now, if you are feeling like you're inefficient at something that is really the core of your food blog, let's say that you feel like you are inefficient at writing your blog post. Well, I want to challenge you that maybe there are parts of that you could outsource or maybe it's because you don't have margin in the rest of your business that that is taking you so long and feeling inefficient. Maybe you're getting distracted by a bunch of things or you're just not able to do it efficiently because you're overwhelmed and overtired and overworked in all of the other things that you're doing for your business. So the first step here is really to figure out, is this something that I should be doing and have to do to move my business forward? And if the answer is yes, then you want to figure out, is it something that I can do well and efficiently, or is it something that would be better outsourced so that I can spend more time doing the things that I am good at and that I love doing in my business? So to recap this episode really fast, Margin is important for your business because the unexpected will happen, and even if that is a good unexpected thing, you still need to have space in your business to allow for that to not derail your business as a whole. It is also good to have margin because it really is the key to having a sustainable business and not burning out for the long haul. Now, how do you add more margin into your business? Regularly track your time and be intentional about what you spend your time on. Regularly say no to the things that are not moving your business forward or that you're not loving. Regularly spend time on your business instead of just in your business. And last, if you are finding yourself spending time on things that you are not efficient at or you don't need to be doing, then you need to outsource those things. That's all I have for you today, and I would love, after you listen to this episode, for you to head over to Instagram and find me at Grace and Vine. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode and what your biggest takeaway is. I know for me, when I started realizing that I needed more of this margin in my business, it was a little bit difficult to figure out how to do that, and so I would love to support you and help you figure this out. I think it is truly going to be what makes this business sustainable for you in the long run, and I can't wait to connect over there on Instagram at Grace and Vine. I'll talk to you there soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.